everyone needs a place where they can be free. Free to laugh, free to cry, free to question, free to fear, free to be. This is that place. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Kelly, and this is the Free to Be podcast. So come on and join me for a cup of coffee as we sit back and chat and just have some real honest conversation. Hey guys, um, it's been a minute. So it is, let's see, July 17th that I am recording this. And uh, my last podcast was published December 28th of 2020. Um, That's a long time. (laughs) And I have had a lot of crazy in the last year and a half. And I've had a lot of people who have said, that I should be podcasting about my crazy. And I, I've agreed. I really probably should have been and should have been in the midst of it all. Um, but let's be honest, I was a little terrified. I was a little terrified to talk about my stuff. Um, I was a little terrified to be vulnerable. I was terrified to put everything out there. Um, But the fact of the matter is the more and more I talk one-on-one with friends and family and people who are just kind of going through their own stuff, the more I realize that people need to know that they are not the only ones going through the fire and they are not the only ones walking through these rough seasons. And I um, had a friend of mine about a year ago said, you really need to share some of your story because there's way more people that are walking through it than you realize. Um, and it's just been really evident over the last year and a half that there's not really a, a space for people who are walking through these seasons, especially as a Christian and especially in the church that unfortunately there's just, there's not space. There's not safe space for people to walk out some of these storms. And, um, you know, I started this podcast because I wanted it to be a place where people were free to be them and free to walk in the things that, um, they felt called to walk in and walk through seasons and, um, and situations that, uh, they felt that they were supposed to walk in and maybe some who felt that they weren't supposed to walk through those, but, but that it was a safe space created that you could just be you, right? So hence the name of the podcast free to be. And I haven't really been living up to that on my end. I haven't, um, I've created my own safe space and my own, um, I guess group of people that I have felt safe with, but I'm not the only one who needs that space. And there's so many other people that do. So that is why um, I have decided to set aside my fear and my anxiety and all of the lies that I'm being told on a daily that, you know, what I have to say doesn't matter and no one can relate and whatever. I mean, I guess I could really care less at this point because I know that there are people that that need a space. And if I'm just creating that for 10 minutes or for a lifetime, um, I hope that you can, you can find that safe space and realize that 
you know what, you're not the only one walking through some things. So I'm just going to start by being real and honest about kind of where things are. And and I'm going to try and keep this as short as possible, but, um, it's been, it's been a crazy year specifically. Um, I know it's been about a year and a half since I put out a podcast, but it's been a really, really, really rough year. Um, so for those of you that don't know, um, I walked through a divorce this last year and, um, that was honestly something that I both did see coming and didn't see coming, um, in the concept of, I saw it coming because it was years and years and years of just a really, really toxic environment. Um, and that I really never saw getting better, um, despite efforts and counseling and on all of the things. Um, it just, it takes a lot of work on, on two sides for things to, um, to move past where they were. And that just wasn't happening. So, um, but then I also didn't see it coming in the fact that I was brought up in the church and I was brought up in a pretty strict church, um, where divorce is not an option. And not only is it not an option, but it's very much so frowned upon. And, you know, you just, when you grow up in the church, um, and man, I know there's, I have a lot of friends who can relate to this. When you grow up in the church, there's such, there's such pressure to react and respond to things in a very specific way. Um, and I was brought up in a very, very strict church environment. And, um, and that was something that was always just hammered into my head, um, is that a divorce is not an option and you don't drink and you don't smoke and you don't get tattoos and you don't, I mean, there's so many things, right? Um, the list goes on and on. And if you do any of those things, then those are, you know, unforgivable sins essentially. And, I've honestly had to spend a lot of time and I really, I really feel all these things I'm touching on, um, we'll probably get into some deeper podcasts in the future because they can be hour long conversations on their own. Um, but I've really had to take a lot of time kind of, I know a lot of people don't like this word, but kind of deconstructing things that I had been taught, um, from a young age not because they don't make me feel good, but because I really don't feel that some of them are actually the heart of Jesus. So, um, really still loving the Lord and having a relationship with him, but walking through a divorce in the church has been a very interesting thing. So, um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my experience and then I'll probably wrap that up for today. But so, initially, um, when my ex-husband and I, well, when I went to our church essentially, and I, um, told them that, you know, what was happening that we were getting divorced. Um, I, um, I really didn't know what to expect. 
I had my expectations be very low as far as kind of expecting to be shunned and maybe, you know, have a bunch of people mad at me and, you know, whatever the case may be and mad at us and disappointed and all those things. And, um, I ended up, um, through situations out of my control, I ended up having to email, um, our pastoral staff and, um, we were, family group leaders and and really involved in ministry a lot in a lot of different areas of the church and considered leaders within the church. And so we definitely needed to talk to the pastors. And so um, I ended up emailing them and kind of told them what was going on. And the responses that I got from every single person on our pastoral team um, brought tears to my eyes in a very positive way. It was nothing but love and compassion and support for us as individuals, for our family, for our kids. Um, And that's really what the church should be. And I was very proud of my church for that because, you, again, you just never know. You never know what the response is going to be. You never know what responses are going to be from Christians. And and honestly, that alone is pretty sad. in church today, our pastor was actually talking about how the world does not correlate Christians and love, which is horrid because that's exactly what we're supposed to be. Like literally in the Bible says they will know that you're Christians by your love. And that is not what the world is seeing. And so not only does the world see that side, but the church sees that side and Christians, we see that side because, you know, when something happens, or we slip up or we make choices that we know are going against the grain or whatever the case may be, we fear judgment more. So we keep those things to ourselves and we hide and um, we just say, okay, well, I'm just going to deal with it on my own. And instead of going to the church for love and support and healing, um, we end up just not saying anything out of fear Um of judgment. And so, um, I was very proud of my, the majority of my church, um, the members and the pastoral team for how they handled our situation, because it was very much so, like I said, loving and supportive. Um, that reaction was not across the board and everyone, um, you know, everyone in my life, unfortunately there was a lot of, um, backlash and a lot of resistance in, in some areas. Um, but you know, I'm continually praying through those relationships and those situations that, you know, the Lord just brings a lot of healing in that. But, um, it's really been amazing to walk through this season that has been such a difficult season to walk through in a lot. Um, but to see God working, um, a huge misconception that a some people have placed on me but also just from the enemy is that you know you walk in through something like this if you're walking through a divorce or you know i mean ultimately yes that was the choice of me and my ex-husband is to walk through that and so um if you make that choice then, you know, the hand of God and God's plan and all of that is is kind of removed from your life. So that's, that's the expectation, um, that, like I said, some people put on you or, or the church, or maybe that you just have from growing up in the church. I'm not sure, but, 
it has been so evident to me over the last year what God has for me and for my family and for my kids and for my future. And it's been really amazing because not only has God's hand been in every single situation and has literally lined up dominoes perfectly um, for every step that I have taken over the last year, um, but he has confirmed it with strangers, um, with friends, mentors, people who I haven't talked to in years, reaching out to me and saying, I know this might seem weird or off base, but I just wanted to share this. The Lord really laid this on my heart. Confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. And the really cool and exciting thing is, and I just really want to encourage you if you're walking through a season like this, is that I've gotten to a point where I would be in conversations with people or having some time with the Lord or being in conversations with even a new friend or an old friend or whatever. And God would bring things back to my memory, visions or words that either other people had spoken over me years ago or that he had placed in my heart, things that I had written in journals when I was in Bible school and stuff like that, that, that he was saying, do you remember that? Like, do you remember me telling you this? Do you remember me calling you to this? Do you remember me saying that you would, holy cow, that you would be a speaker, that you would be ministering into the lives of women, that you would be, you know, a pastor's wife, that you would um, have a major place in women's ministry, that you would be on stages speaking to people, that you would be writing, that you would be doing podcasts that, I mean, all of these crazy things, right? That I would have this platform and very specific things that I'd walk through in my life that I would be able to help bring hope and healing to other people. He's reminding me of those things now because they're God, I got to this point in my life and part of it was because of my marriage it being such a toxic environment for really the both of us. And part of it was just me not having the confidence in myself, but I got to this place where I couldn't see those things. I couldn't see the things that God had for me and I couldn't see the things that God was bringing into my life and trying to um, tell me that I was going to walk into I sat those aside and I was like, I don't know. I don't see this. I don't see this being a possibility. I don't, I don't see how this is possible. I don't, I don't see how I can relate in that capacity. I don't see how I can create this space. And then these conversations are coming up years later and these situations are coming up years later. And even though there's situations that aren't easy, there's so many situations that I've walked through guys that are really sneaking hard. And I'll get into some of those later on. And I know that you're walking through and you have walked through those things too. But God is saying that in the midst of that pain, that there is so much healing in that. And on the other side of that, there's so much freedom and restoration and is reminding me like, hey, do you see why? Just like Job, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm Job, but do you see why I allowed for this to take place? Do you see why I allowed for you to walk through this 
one of um one of the you know big quotes that you hear in the church and even outside of the church is god is not ever going to give you more than you can handle right and i i heard a speaker the other day i honestly don't even remember who it was and she was like well god is not going to give me more than i can handle um he must think pretty highly of me because i've been through it right i've been through a heck of a lot of crap um and we probably all kind of feel that way at times i know i feel that way i feel that way um walking through this season of divorce and walking into this season as a single mom of two boys um having to you know be in a position where i had to sell my house in tennessee and the housing market at that time it was perfect for me to sell horrible time for me to buy and it you know it just lined up perfectly and all of the signs pointed to me you know relocating out of state and back to ohio um where i'm originally from ohio and um and some of that seemed crazy and chaotic to even me and other people around me but it's insane how so many different parts throughout this journey and throughout my day and conversations that i have with my new neighbors and people who are coming to work on my house and people in my new life group that it's just like this is why you're here this is why you're walking through this and it's encouraging to see that even though it feels like you're in the midst of it and even though it feels like god is maybe giving you more than you can handle that that saying of he's not ever going to give you more than you can handle isn't just because like hey like i'm a strong woman and i can handle it it's because he's there he's there in the midst of it and he's there walking me through it you know as a kid one of my absolute favorite pictures and poems was the footprints poem right and i think a lot of people think it's probably so cliche but there's so much truth to it and yeah it like gives you goosebumps to you know sit there and look at it and actually picture it but when you're walking through these times and you're using that phrase like god's not giving you more than you can handle it really is so true because he's never leaving you and it's not oh what kelly can handle it's what kelly can handle through the grace of god you know, it's what Kelly can handle because Kelly's not walking through this and you're not walking through this. You're not walking along this beach, right? All of a sudden there's not two sets of footprints anymore. There's just one. And in those times it's like, God, it was just me by myself. And God's like, no, I was carrying you. And that's what he's talking about. That's what that means is that he's not giving you more than you can handle because you're not handling it on your own. You're not walking through that on your own. You're walking through that with him literally carrying you through it because he sees what's on the other side. Even if you don't in the midst of it, even if you just see a little glimpse and a little picture of what could be, or maybe you have a small vision of something that the Lord has shared with you or someone else has shared with you, those are the things that you need to hold on to because you don't have to see, you don't even have to see all of the little dots. 
you don't have to see all of the connecting pieces. You just have to see the picture, the end picture and the big picture that God has for you. And if you're holding on to that, if you grasp on to that truth, then you are going to walk through it and you are going to be successful and you are going to conquer through it. And even though it might seem like a really crazy season right now and that you may be in the midst of it, you may be just entering it, you may be walking through it and almost to the end. But the fact is, is that you are not alone going through it. He's never going to leave your side. And you will always have people that he brings into your life that help lift you up and to support you and encourage you along the way. So um, if that is only me, if you have nobody else to help support and encourage you along the way, I want to be able to be that space for you. And that's, I mean, that's why I'm sharing some of this. So um, that is just kind of to bring you guys up to speed a little bit. And kind of segue into some of, you know, some future podcasts that I will be um, putting out here soon and just different things that I'm going to be talking about. So um, warning, it's going to be raw and it's going to be very vulnerable and very real. Um, But thank you for listening and walking out this journey with me. And um, I cannot wait to connect with more of you. Thank you for joining me today. And as I said before, the heart behind this podcast is really to create a place for real conversation and discussion. So if you've enjoyed this discussion, I urge you to go ahead, hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified of more discussions that I post. And I invite you to join me on this journey as we discover together what it really looks like to be free.